Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's Friday, and it's got to be your favorite time of the day. It's time for Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost with my co-host, the one and only, the nationally known Dr. Jay Greenstein. The data doc of talk is what I call him. Jay, buddy, you've got a different background. I know you're busy dealing with family things today, but I hope you're doing good. Thanks, brother. Yep, I'm here in California, and uh, my father had a little bit of an incident. He uh, fell and broke his hip, but he's got great surgeons. He's got great health care at this facility. I'm sitting outside right now at the hospital and uh, doing something that I love doing, which is hanging out with you and some other great people like Dr. Brock Martin. Hey, that's great. Give him my wishes, please. I hope everything goes well. Let us know if, if you need anything. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. So, Brock, I'm super excited to have you on the podcast today. You and I connected. I mean, we've known each other for several years now as, as you know, you're a leader in chiropractic. And uh, we connected. We were talking about some really awesome customer service, customer excellence type initiatives that you're running in your practice. We're not going to cover that today. We're going to bring you back for another episode so that you can share all of your wisdom in that regard. But today, what I really want or what we want to cover is just, you know, what you're doing in the, in the chiropractic and political landscape. You're doing something that not a lot of people have done. And so we're really excited to have you here today. And we'll get into that um, as we go through this podcast. But first, can you do me a favor and just introduce yourself to the audience, let them know who you are, how you became a chiropractor, you know, tell them about your chiropractic journey. Absolutely, man. Uh, First, I want to thank Dr. J for having me on and Brad, thank you guys. This is a great honor to be on this podcast. And Jay, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. You know, here in Tennessee, Tiffany Stevens is our executive director. And, uh, Jay Greenstein is like one in two in her world is one of the best people around. So I've got to know him through that. But my path with chiropractic, my wife and I, uh, we own a clinic here in Tennessee. We're in rural West Tennessee called Huntingdon, halfway between Memphis and Nashville. Been in practice 10 years this summer. So we started in uh, July of 2012, opened our own. Thank you. Thank you. Opened our own practice and got rolling. I My story isn't crazy. In high school, I wanted to be a chiropractor, so I thought. So I shadowed one. And literally was just amazed at hearing patient interactions every day of this guy got me better doing this. You know, and all it was was his hands. He wasn't doing anything crazy. He didn't have medicine or surgery. He was just getting people better. And I think what really got me into chiropractic even more so was just that interaction one-on-one with people. You know, I'm a people guy. I like, I like being around folks, getting to know them, building relationships. And I feel like our profession does extraordinary job of that compared to other healthcare providers. That, that's really where the healing happens. Um, we talk about in our office, it happens as soon as that patient crosses the threshold into your clinic. And that's truly what I see and believe. So that, that's kind of what got me into this position and kind of where I'm at today. That's amazing, Brock. I mean, did you just wake up one morning after uh, getting hit in the head and say, hey, I want to be a politician? <laughs> well, that's a whole different story um, <laughs> from, from that component. You know, from clinical side, I enjoyed that that patient aspect, but always knew there's more to serving. You know, my, my heart is in serving and being a servant leader. That's one thing I talk to my team a lot about, a lot, a lot about. So I'm always looking for that other avenue and that, that pathway. Uh, I never dreamed politics might be some of it, but I've been involved with our state association for eight or nine years now. So I've kind of immersed myself in it already. So it kind of came natural as maybe the next fit or next pathway moving forward to help serve our community, but also our profession. 
it's fantastic. And we will get into the, um, the politics in just a second. We just, Brad gave you a little bit of a tidbit to keep the audience excited. But I think what I, what I want to get into, what I want to get into next, uh, really quick, Brock is, you know, tell us about your experience being a leader in Tennessee and how did you get involved with the Tennessee Chiropractic Association and then Cairo Congress and all these other things that you've done and, and the impact that it's had on you and your career so far. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, drank the Kool-Aid, as they like to say, very early. As a first-year student out of, or doctor out, I joined the TCA. I've always believed that associations are there for that purpose. Um, our young doctors sometimes don't see the value in it. And I, my thing was we have to be involved from day one. So I got involved, started being a part of our association, and then they kind of fast-tracked me into leadership positions. The board position came open, and that led to more opportunities so when I go and talk, especially across our state with our young doctors, you know, we got to have young leaders up and coming. And your state association is a great place to start. Uh, we hear that a lot as, well, my state association isn't as good as it should be. Well, that's where you guys come in. We've got to be the voice. Get out and get involved. And that's always been my mentality. Um, don't just talk, make action and get moving. So that's what got me involved. And then Cairo Congress and all that came as I became president and things through Tiffany's leadership getting to watch Jay and those guys across the country, um, you really see a movement happening within Cairo Congress um, of being kind of the voice in the future leaders for our, for our profession, which is what we need right now more than ever is a unified voice to keep us moving. Well, you've got a great association in Tennessee uh, to kick it off with. Number one, I have great respect for Tiffany. We've been part of the association there as their endorsed clearinghouse for a long time. And, and I know people there are really involved, but when we talk to leaders across America in chiropractic, they are start out just with that same story. You know, I wanted to get involved and they got involved at the state level and then it expanded up to the national level. And so it's a common story, it sounds like, but usually those people become amazing leaders, which it looks like that's exactly what you're doing and trying to do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think. It's our job. You know, I, I tell other doctors, too, we have to be more than just eight to five chiropractors. You have to be working outside in your community and be much, much more than just that that provider in-house. You know, that ele- elevates our profession to new levels. It elevates yourself and then your community. Um, so it's just a great opportunity to step forward and get out of your comfort zone. I love that, Brock, and it's so insightful. One, getting out of your comfort zone, but also really helping the young doctors understand how important it is that our job just doesn't stop within the four walls. If we're going to create change and impact, we've got to be in front of the communities at large. And it's, it's so incredibly important because we need to change healthcare because it is a freaking disaster. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. I've, I've been blessed to be on all these different boards outside of chiropractic, like our industrial board and board of trustees at universities and things. And everybody's like, what are you doing that for? I was like, well, it constantly elevates chiropractic because I'm at a table and they say, oh, you're a chiropractor. There's not chiropractic conversation going around anywhere, but they automatically think of us a little higher when you're surrounded by some of the biggest leaders in your community and then across the country, especially like a board at a university. There's some brilliant minds around that table. And now we have a chiropractor sitting there in the middle of them. Um, which is pretty cool. So I think that, that's elevating us in different ways. You know, Jay, that explains a lot with Ohio State, and you're, you're just a natural-born leader, and that drags you right <laughs> into college football, right? <laughs> exactly, bro. Exactly. I mean, we could talk. We're going to have to have a conversation around college football very shortly because, oh, my God, it's just mayhem. But, um, but yeah, I'm super excited for the season. 
Well, I'll tell you what, guys, we're at a great spot here to take a quick break. We're talking with Dr. Brock Martin and uh, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Tech Talk. We'll be back in just a minute. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us, and healthcare specifically, is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. As a Cairo Health USA provider, we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good, bad, or illegal. Most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And no offense, everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At Cairo Health USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider search directory to find a CHUSA provider. At Cairo Health USA, our purpose is simple. It's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, Cairo Health USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888-719-9990 or visit www.chirohealthusa.com. Starting your weekend outright with the data jocks of talk. It's TikTok. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Jay here with my very good friend, Mr. Brad Koss, CEO of Infinity and QVH Systems, the main man who's driving chiropractic forward with data and analytics. So happy to, to be hanging out with my buddy today. And also another good friend of mine, Dr. Brock Martin. Dr. Brock Martin, you've been a tremendous leader in your state and nationally, and now you're taking on this incredibly new challenge. And, um, and I, I want you to tell everybody what you're doing now and why you're doing it. Absolutely. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, just a few minutes ago, one of the big things that I'm a big believer in is chiropractors have to be at the table no matter what that conversation is all across the board. So about six months ago, our current state representative came to me and asked if I'd be interested in potentially running for his position on the state house of representatives here in Tennessee. So you know, obviously in my position as a business owner at first, I was like, absolutely not, but let me find somebody that will fit that role. Um, might fit it better, you know, because he was retiring out and he was looking for some new young energy for this district. So I told him I'd pray about it, meet with some of my inner circle, and we'll see what happens. And you guys of faith understand once you pray about something, if it's meant to be, God starts opening doors. So that's what happened. These doors started opening. 
And next thing you know, I'm running for this position at state representative level here in Tennessee. Um, so what that kind of means, you guys are familiar with, state house is where all state legislature occurs. So in Tennessee, we have the House and Senate side. There's 99 seats on our representative. This one particularly is, uh, for our district, represents 67,000 people. And so my why was, for one, selfishly, from the healthcare standpoint, is to get a voice at the table. We need chiropractors at the table. We haven't had one since 1987 here in Tennessee. And those that have been around that remember those days, they were very, very good because we had a voice against insurance companies. We had a voice against um, outside threats. So that opportunity was there. But then my bigger why as well was just I'm a servant at heart. That's what I enjoy doing. I have a five-year-old son. Here in Tennessee, we are a Republican state, conservative Republican for the most part. Um, and I believe in making decisions now that affect him 30 years from now to make sure Tennessee stays on the path that we want it to go um, conservatively or not, but just on the path for there's a bigger, brighter future for him. So that became my why as well of getting out of my comfort zone and doing these things differently. I think we've got a little bit of a delay here with Jay, but so I'll just jump in and ask yeah, you a question. You know, that's a, that is, I mean, that's all the right answers. And, um, that's the reasons. And, and I firmly believe that we've got to get Kairos at the table in every aspect, Absolutely. not just politically, but just get them involved. Um, yeah. you, you know, the, the strategic plan that's out now that really started with that concept is getting doctors involved from the grassroots level of trying to get them organized, trying to get their mentality to how can I help this profession grow? Yeah. And, and that was sort of mine uh, is giving back is, is just saying, how can I help these guys? They're a huge part of my world. Um, a lot of my best friends are Kairos and how can I help them get there? And And we started using the data that I had, uh, to start making some of these arguments basically against some of the insurance companies and the payers yeah. and saying, hey, you're treating us wrong. And, and here's the data to show it now, you know, not just not just say that, but we can back up what we're saying. And we've made some we've gotten some national attention over doing that and take that stance. And now we just recently launched uh, dashboards for every executive director in every state, uh, chiropractic wise to let them see on a day-to-day -day basis what's happening in my state. What what are we being reimbursed? What payers are causing problems? Those kind of issues with the data behind it to put the uh, the proof in the pudding. You know, here's, yeah. here's what's really going on. And so I'm trying to do the same thing in a different way is just trying to help move the profession forward and, and make it a better place. Of course, Jay lives in the world where he's just day-to-day, hour-by-hour, trying to make the profession better just because that's the kind of guy that he is. And he's, he's sort of been my data um, brother in trying to, to uh, move forward with that process. I appreciate that, Brad. And I think it's really cool to see the intersection of what the two of you are doing. You know, Brad, your work has been so impactful. We've won battles against large insurance companies because we are now more information enabled thanks to you. And I see the same thing happening with you, Brock, you know, getting a seat at the table, having a, a highly intelligent, rational, caring human being saying, hey, we need to right these wrongs. We need to fix the in injustices that exist in healthcare, mostly for our patients, certainly for us as providers, but mostly mm -hmm. for the patients that we serve. And so this is like a really cool intersection because we've always believed that being information enabled, whether it's clinical research or big data, 
clearly makes the argument for chiropractic. Like it just, you, it's indisputable, <laughs> right? And it gives you guys ammunition at the table to be able to fight on our behalf. But I have to ask you a couple of questions. Um, I'm, I'm curious to know three things. The first thing is, what, what, what did you expect to, to find as you went through this kind of political process? Um, what, did you, what, did, what surprised you? And then what, the third question is, what's the dirty little secret that you can share with us about being in <laughs> politics? Oh, man, those are good. Um, what was that first part? First that one was, was um, what, did you, what did you expect to find that you're finding? Okay, yeah, what you're finding. So one thing in politics that I've learned really quickly is you have to get out of your comfort zone. And I'm a big believer that's where you grow. Uh, one-on-one in my office, I'm exceptional as far as we all are. That's what we do all day, every day. So my, my thing that I've been using is a healthcare provider. That's what we do. We listen to patients' issues, come up with solutions. If I can't help you, I'll refer out. You know, that's the same thing we do as a legislator. I'm going to listen to the concerns. We're going to find solutions, partner with other networks that we have across the state and provide answers. Um, one thing that I've learned, though, that's kind of weird is it's awkward when they come into your clinic. It's pretty easy. You know, you're not selling, but that's your comfort zone. You're having to go out door knocking and go to people's houses or go into environments to where they know, hey, there's a politician coming to talk to me only to talk to me probably for one reason. And you got to try to play that off as that's not why I'm here, but that's kind of why I'm here. And that's so awkward for me because I'm not a seller. I don't sell. Even in my clinic, we don't sell anything. We provide. Tell them what they need. If they want it, cool. If not, that's fine. So I, I try to just work that route too um, when I'm in a react or interaction with a constituent now is trying to be as genuine as I can. And that's just what I am. I'm, I'm not there to win your vote. Hopefully you'll like me by the end of it, but I just want you to know kind of where we stand and what we're doing. Um, from a, what surprised sorry. you? Wait, what, what surprised trying to, you? Yeah. Trying to think of something. What, yeah. What surprised me out here? I think, uh, one of the reasons I didn't want to get into politics is because it's dirty and nasty a lot of times on the national scene. And I think what surprised me the most is as I'm getting to meet people, man, we are really not that far apart in this country. They might want you to believe it, but man, I am a big firm believer now. I don't care if you're left, right, wherever. There's a few issues that are big, but we're really not that far apart even on those, you know, no matter what it is. So I think that's been the biggest surprise to me is because we're painted as this left versus right battle going on. And at the end of the day, man, we're humans. We all have some basic things that we like and don't like, but I think there's a lot more common ground we can find. And that's where I think from our standpoint as chiropractors gives us a unique opportunity at a table of legislation because we look at the body differently already. You know, we're not A equals B. Sometimes we're A equals Q and we figure out how to get there and we'll have a different way of looking at it. And I think that's great for legislature because we can get in there and I'll have a different point of view than somebody. There's a few orthopedics that are on the state level. They're going to look at things differently than I will, but I, I think we can really combine some good ideas there. And then lastly, the dirty little secret. Ah, dirty secrets, man. Um, I I don't know. I don't have a dirty secret right now. It's been pretty good. <laughs> so far, we're early. Early voting starts next week, so I can't wait to see you know all the if any hit pieces start showing up in my mailbox against <laughs> us or something. God forbid. I'm hopeful not. I'm in a Republican primary, so that's what you know. I've met with the guy I'm running against, and end of the day, he and I, whoever wins, the other person's going to have to be all in on them, you know, to help support it and move it forward. So I think in that regard, uh, dirty secret, the, there is, I'll, I'm not going to lie, money makes a difference in this game. That, that's one, you hear it, and it's true, man. I've, I've opened my mailbox to some checks, and I'm like, wait a minute, and then I start researching, you know, who they're coming from, and you see 
all of them are good, but you can see how they tried to influence your decision making. And um, that's one thing that I've kind of been committed to is I know where my, the money's coming from and who, why it's there and being a, a supporter if it, if it stands up with what I'm believing in the background. But you can see how quickly they can try to influence you. you know, they'll start calling with all these questions. And Have you refused any checks? Uh, return to sender. We haven't had a Great return question. to sender yet. So the guy, yeah, that's good because the one, uh, the retiring guy that I had as our state rep, is he's been there 14 years, highly respected. So he linked me up with the right people. Uh, you know, the teachers groups, which are huge right now. Um, trying to think which other ones. Gun, guns here in Tennessee. Or NRA is a big conversation here in our, our state. So some of those groups, um, they haven't started donating because they don't to the main ones, but right. or to get to the general. Right. But, yeah. Those are pretty good answers. I'll tell you what, uh, Jay, he, he answered your three questions real well. He and, did. And uh, he sounds like a good guy. We're going to take another quick break and come back and finish our conversation today. We're talking with Dr. Brock Martin running uh, for State Rep in the state of Tennessee. Uh, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, will be right back. This is Tech Talk. Spreading the love. You're listening to the Tech Slot. It's Tech Talk. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. With the hot data jocks of talk, it's Tech Talk. And now to a tragic news story. We just learned that a chiropractor recently called his EHR company for help after being forced into yet another platform transition. And the wait times were so egregious the doctor died while on hold. Our sources tell us he was put on hold for over 176 hours. Apparently, the staff had left early to take advantage of all the extra fees they charge. Ever wonder where all those nickels and dimes go? Don't let this happen to you. PayDC offers its all-inclusive software for one low monthly fee, backed by a team that both respects and empowers chiropractors and their staff. Sign up for a free software demo below and see how Rebels do EHR. Starting your weekend outright with the data jocks of talk, it's TikTok. 
Well, welcome back. We're Tech Talk today. We're talking with Dr. Brock Martin, uh, who is running for office in Tennessee. He's a Cairo, so he's one of our guys in many, many different ways. And Brock, you made a comment right before we went to break a few minutes ago about about being an American that we're we're closer together than what most people would think. And, and I happen to agree with you, but we are so divided today. Just because parties. I mean, I've got friends that I grew up with, grew up in the same environment, same schools, the same everything, but different parties. And we, 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 we care about people. We care about others, our friends, our families, people we don't know. We want to give. We want to help. What is it today when you really get into politics? What is driving that big division between the left and the right? Uh, I think it's a lack of understanding, honestly. I think people... We're emotional beings already, so you can be emotionally tied to something and be easily divided very quickly. So it's, sometimes it's a lack of just understanding the other side or being empathetic to the other person's point of view. Um, that's kind of where we're at. We can disagree and still agree to move forward in areas, and it's almost like we don't have that opportunity anymore. We have to either agree or disagree, and that's it. And if you disagree with me, we have to fight until you try to convince somebody um, of the opposite. So. Do you think uh, do you think the social media today plays into that where yeah. people just have that instant voice of gripe and complain so, and really don't have facts straight you know no, don't absolutely. don't understand it all driven by media Here's a perfect example that I use all the time so when I'm door I'm doing a lot of door knocking right now four or five times a days a week and about two to three o'clock which is where I just was everybody that comes to the door has been watching either CNN or Fox News based on which house it is all day and they open that door and they just attack me with whatever they just saw and I try to rationalize with them that that's entertainment it's still you know either side is 24 hours entertainment they want you glued to that TV and that's not necessarily what's actually happening outside their door but in their mind it is so yeah I think what we're being fed is part of it and not knowing where we get our information from as well. It's easy and quick online nowadays. You can just look on Facebook and Jay says something. So I must agree with Jay. Cool. I'm going to share it. Now 10,000 people say, Oh, well, Brock thinks that. And I, I liked it because Jay liked it. And then you'll get <laughs> yeah. called out on it. Well, you like what Jay wrote. And Jay five years ago said something. I was like, well, that's fine. You got to know the heart and the person. Yeah. It's a dirty world you know, politics, I, man. <laughs> it is. I just, I just had my knee replaced. So I've had a couple weeks here of, of downtime and I've been reading quite a bit just to refresh my memory about what all went on and I've been reading a lot about the Federalist Papers that went on and how we are a republic today not the democracy that everybody thinks we are as this huge united democracy but we're still a republic and that's really what you are doing today is you're representing your people and your district in your state that then ultimately goes up to the republic and I think people get confused a whole lot about what happens on a national level just because of what you said. The social media pushes it that this is a right or wrong. And really, the decision should be made within your district, within the people that you're representing that take you up to that state level that then becomes part of the, the overall Amen. representation of the republic. Yeah, I'm a big believer that government should always be as local and close to the people as possible. And that's just how I see it. And that's the way I think it works best. That's the way it seemed like originally it was set up to do. And the closer it is to the people and your people. And sometimes I've learned, even as a representative, if I've got 67,000 people, the majority, I might not agree with that personality or that what they think. But if that's what the majority of my people want me to go do, I have to go and represent them because that's your job as a representative. And 
um, that's where it gets difficult sometimes. Some really, it does. some really great. It does. Sorry, some really great points here, and and I love, um, I love the discussion around like why this divide exists, and you know, social media and the regular, you know. Uh, mainstream media it all plays a role and and brock you know what you said about you know people just not really understanding or knowing the quote-unquote other side but not but and um i I did a a recent video about the two-party system and how it's it potentially is failing us as a country because like i'm a registered republican but i don't really give a shit who is running in which party like it doesn't matter to me i want the smartest most capable most ethical person representing me as an elected official i don't care if you're republican in the monkey party in the bird bath party i literally do not give a shit and and i think to your point brock you know we have we have a we have a lack of leadership at the national level like those leaders foment this division in our country. And I think that's a huge part of the problem as well. So I'll get off my political soapbox um, and I'll, I'll just ask you one, one last question before we kind of find out how we, can, how we can help the audience support you and this initiative because I think it's really important. We think it's really important. Um, you know, you mentioned the NRA earlier. We are in this in- unbelievable phase in our, in our country's history where um, these mass shootings are like taking over our country. It's, I mean, it happened, it happened July 4th. It happened yesterday. And it, it, it seems to me that this is a failure of leadership that, you know, whether it's lobbying organizations or other, other elements, it just seems like our country's leaders can't get their shit together so they can solve this problem. And I would love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'll be straightforward with it. I'm a, I'm a, constitutional conservative component on that, where I believe guns are your right and your opportunity when it's law abiding citizens too. you know, that's, that's one thing that I know we throw that around and that's easy, but I think if you're following the rules of what's set up in your state and you're able to keep your gun, that's, that's the way it should be. Um, one of the things that at, I don't want to get the easy way out, but we have to do a better job of funding is the mental aspect of health of healthcare. And we know it as healthcare providers, we see in our clinic too, there's not an outlet for people anymore because we're in this vortex of decision-making online and you look at things and we're in an echo chamber and it's scary because I I personally think we've got to find ways to fund this correctly or identify it, or it's just going to continue to happen. Now the, the gun portion is an outlet that people are using to cause mass destruction, but there's other areas that they're doing the same thing that we're still neglecting. Um, and then that becomes the big talking point, but that that's kind of where I fall on is we have to find true meaningful movement of helping each other and helping people. I think just like healthcare in general, where you typically will find a multimodal approach to delivery of care is gets the best outcome. I don't think this situation is any different. I mean, I'm a believer in the Second Amendment. Like, we have the right to bear arms, and our forefathers recognized how important that was. I, 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 I agree. Uh, but there's got to be a multidisciplinary, intelligent approach to this. And um, and I'm hoping that our country's leadership and and also our country's citizens can support and find ways to do it peacefully and equitably and um, in a way that creates meaningful change. So that's my two yeah. cents. I know I'm, I've been on my political soapbox today. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, 
one thing I think that it's a we talked about earlier, lack of knowledge and understanding. I think yeah. as soon as something happens, the media, whichever side they're on, the first thing they say is they're going to come take your guns. Yeah. And so everybody goes in defense mode or they're going to say, we should take all your guns, which puts you in defense mode. Yep. And both responses are ridiculously wrong and yep. just set you up for divide immediately. Yeah, and it, so it doesn't right. matter what side you're on, but you see it every time. The left and right on Twitter will say they'll blame each other for whatever just happened instead of saying, "All right, let's come to the table, ration this out, and see how to move forward." We get emotional and make decisions based on emotion, and that's that's human nature. But that, I think that's where we have to start making change. Elect people that can think rational, like you said earlier, Jay. That's where it's at. Just think rationally, and, well, think rationally and independently. Like, have have a brain. Don't be a lemming. Don't just follow it because it's the party line. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. Go ahead. Well, I think that's the problem. No, no. I think that's part of the problem is we've got a, the ra- irrational ones are coming out of the woodwork that don't know how to think things through. They're the ones probably causing the problem. I don't think our social media is going to go away. No. So leadership, I agree with you. Leadership is the only way out of this problem. Uh, before we hit some kind of a crazy civil war, you know, that, that you've got people so divided. And that's, that's really what's shame, uh, that we can't come back together as Americans. Uh, we still got the greatest nation in the world. We still got the longest line of people wanting to get in. And there's a reason for that is we are the greatest country uh, on the planet. Yeah. And uh, so let, let's stop our political soapbox here for just a minute. And it's not a soapbox, but no, it, it is political opinions. It is great conversation, but let's let's get into uh, Dr. Martin. How can people get hold of you? Learn about you, number one. Uh, send any questions they might have, and how can they help you, uh, funding wise, throughout yeah. your endeavor here? Absolutely. So Jay asked earlier, what did you learn a lot through this process? One thing I've learned is it costs money to get through these things. It, it's unfortunate it's how it works, but to get name recognition, I've been in practice ten years. I'm shocked at how little name recognition I still even have in some areas, just because it's a whole different group of people that you're marketing to and things. Um, so it costs money to do, to get your name out. Um, so what we've been doing is fundraising. I've been blessed to have a lot of chiropractic help here in Tennessee. My chiropractors are reaching out and helping a lot of local funding. Um, you can find me at brockmartinfortn.com. That's our website. That's got kind of some basic information there. There's a donate button push button up there. I would love for you guys, if you're interested, you can donate there, um, contribute in any way or form. But another positive thing you guys can do, and I'm a person of faith, so I take all the prayers you guys want to send our way of guidance in that regard. But then also, I tell this to everybody, man, chiropractors, y'all can do just as much benefit for me by getting involved. Just being the next person that steps out of your comfort zone and steps out into a position of leadership. We need more doing this across the country because that's where the change is going to occur for our profession, but then also for our country. We've got to have different thinkers and different people, and I believe the way we're trained makes us unique to do that. But we've got to be willing to step out of it and go do it. Stop talking and complaining and go do it, man. I see that on Facebook all the time. People are complaining. I was like, just get out and do it. Quit complaining. Don't bash your other chiropractors in your community. Get together and go work. So that's how you guys can help me. Um, It's exciting. Our election next Friday starts early voting. So we're getting down to crunch time with that. And then election day is August 4th. So we're hopeful. Who knows how to go? I have no clue. We have polling and all that stuff. So you feel good at times, bad at times, but you don't know. Well, I would just say, you know, I have great respect for what you're trying to do. And uh, just now talking to you, you know, I feel that you are headed in the right direction. You are doing the right things for the right reasons. So, 
you know, whether you win or not, you took that step and you move forward and you've, you've given yourself a new challenge that will bring good things into your life. That that's what God, you know, talks to us about, you know, it may not be what you want, but (laughs) everything will be for a positive. And, uh, and I believe that I'm a living example of that. And uh, so my best wishes to you throughout this endeavor. I greatly appreciate it, man. I'm a big believer in that as well. We will be praying hard for you, but more importantly, we want to help raise money for you because we know how important that is. So you have a commitment from me. I'm going to send you a check, and, and I'm, I'm going to ask 100 other people listening to this podcast, send Brock a check for 100 bucks. Let's raise some money for him. Let's, let's get $10,000 just from this we're podcast. Gonna we're, gonna, we're just going to ask... We're just going to ask 99 because I'm going to send him 100 bucks this afternoon. Hey, I awesome. Love I love it. I love it. Guys. I love it. Well, listen, man, thanks so much for being on the podcast today, Brock. I really appreciate you. I love your sensibilities. We're going to do everything we can to support you and help you in any way, shape we, we can. And uh, again, we're going to keep you in our prayers hard because we got to get you elected. Yes, sir. Hey, I love it, man. Absolutely. And hopefully we can win this and come back on and talk the next steps of real solution so he'd actually get through some things love it that's great you know there's a lot of amazing things going on in in healthcare chiropractic space and it's and i'd love to have you as back as a guest to just talk about those things once the political piece is out of your life just get your opinion on what's happening across america in chiropractic that'd be key because one thing that jay and i talked about was we have a unique setup in our clinic just allows me to do this i want to speak to you guys and your your audience on how y'all can actually get out and build a clinic that's self-sustaining to where you don't have to be the face of it all the time and you can serve in other capacities. So I would love to do that once we get through this and um, we'll keep moving, man. We'll get you back. That's great. Yes, sir. Well, Jay, uh, buddy, best wishes to you and your family this week. Uh, let any of us out there know you got a lot of friends out listening today. Let us know if, if we can do anything to help. Best wishes for your Thank dad. You, Appreciate that. You bet. From my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk.